Ralph. You can see him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just laying on my feet. And then he got up because he now knows you trying, you trying to be seen. Trying yeah. to be on the scene real quick. Yeah. Shout out to Ralphie. If, hey, you got to go. My first son. All right. No fur. He got hair. All right. Come he's, on. He's a hypoallergenic. Y'all can look that up if y'all don't know what that is. <laughs> but hey, we hot. We hot. There's a whole lot of heat went on last week. Well, yeah, pretty much last week. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. You know, it is me, Amani T, and I got B in the builder. And we about to talk about this UFC 278, <laughs> Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. Shout out to the champ and new. But hey, let's get into the no cap recap. Let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot year, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're hired, ain't nothing for friends at this point. My circle is smaller than point. I'd rather sit in voice than hearing a big on their voice. We already have business support. All right, no cap recap. We started off how we do it every time. And this was a great pay-per-view. Started off with Daniel De Silva versus mm -hmm. Victor Altamirano. And this was a round one KO. Consider him like a prospect. Like sharp with the hands. Even got a knockdown. Two knockdowns earlier in the first round. Yeah. And then that's when then uh, it, it went to the ground. <laughs> yep. And, 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 and by he, a knee right under the floating rib. Mm -hmm. Caught his knee and he went down. The Silva has good jujitsu, so I, he didn't mind that. But Altamirano had different plans. He wanted ground and pound. He put down some heavy elbows and put down heavy ground and pound where they had to stop shit. Elbows saving the day once again. See, people know how to get a stoppage. You throw them elbows the in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he came back from adversity. That was the part that stood out. That getting dropped twice and then mm -hmm. really getting on top and just finishing it. Yeah, this prime example of it ain't over till it's over. Yep. Next, we got Arichi Long versus Jay Perrin. Went to Arichi Long round three. Unanis. I think Arichi Long, he you know he did what he needed to do and then kind of hung out there. And then, like at the end of the fight, that's when he started getting caught. You know, I didn't see anything. Jay Perrin's boxing was was good, but Arichi Long was just standing there and just like moving out the way and still landing his shots. Yeah, they wasn't as many, but they they were most impactful. Yeah. And then uh, Jay kept trying to take him to the ground, but Richie Long was getting back up. He didn't stay down there for too long. Uh, Richie Long came through with another W. Mm -hmm. You know, got the W done. Yeah. But getting it done next, Amir Albazi versus Francisco Figueredo. And this was done rear naked choke. Yep. This was like prove a point. He talking about he want to tap all the black belts out. Yes, he did. He called out all the black belts in the division. That's, you know, that's a that's some high level stuff, though. But, you know, I was hoping for the underdog. You know, this was me betting on the underdogs for the night. You know, my DraftKings just went to shit. Just And it started with this. And it was just it was just all terrible all night. I really wanted uh, Figueroa to pull this out. But the weaving of the hands, man, you got to fight something. So I, I yeah. get it. And with this being in Salt Lake City, we started to see like a lot of fighters fatigue faster. And I feel like that played a significant role 
and the fatigue because Dana White was talking about like, you know, fighters fighting in different climates. He was like, it's always something somewhere. You know what I mean? But I think high elevation kind of takes the cake. You can go to like Thailand and to be smoggy and all that. And, you know, you'll be coughing up, you know, little clumps of dirt in other places. But at the same time, elevation, that shit can take you out. We were in Johannesburg, Africa, and we were going up the steps. And I'm like, I just went up two flights. What is wrong with me? And like, I'm looking at the elevation. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I understand now. And it's like he knew it was there. Like he, it was one of those ones where it was under the chin. Everything was clean. He fought the hands perfectly. And you know, shout out to Amir Albazi. Next, AJ Fletcher versus Ange Losa. This is one of the underdogs I wanted to bet on. One of the yeah. ones I didn't go with my guy. I was like, I know I should do it, but I was already low in money on my DraftKings. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. But I knew he was going to come out with the W. This is where we really started to see that elevation kick into play. <laughs> he, AJ Flusher was gassed. Ange Lusa was still at the point where, you know, he was able to like throw, 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 recover, recover, throw, 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 recover. AJ Fletcher was just not able to, to he, he was just like third round. Once he got to the ground, it's like, that's where he wanted to be. <laughs> he, he felt like that's where the best place that he could be at the time. But Ange Lusa, it hurt my feelings because he could have finished the fight right there. Oh, more elbows in his corner was calling for it, calling for it, calling for it. I don't know if he didn't have the energy or just, I'm not sure, but the elbows would have ended that fight. Mm -hmm. And and for him to get rocked in round one and, you know, the only thing saved him was him throwing his hand back and not falling to the ground. For you to not want to finish this, I don't know. You got to find that deep, deep, deep within yourself. I mean, he still got the W, but this could definitely have been a stoppage. So, yep. you know. It could have been a stop. For sure. But I think what kept him in there was him being able to still like swing his hands. It was a point where you could see the ref kind of lean in and start to, to stop it. And that's when he started to swing his hands. And that's when he stepped back. And then that's when he stopped swinging his hands again. But by that time, he had got himself together. So it's just like, I think, I don't know. I think it was good. I re I'm glad the ref took the arm swing in consideration. And maybe he took in consideration that like, you know, it's a prelims. And we still try to make these fights happen. Like, mm -hmm. not trying to have no early stoppages. Yeah, like last week. Next, we had a draw. This was crazy. <laughs> Sean Woodson versus Louis Saldana. I just wanted to tell y'all it was a draw in advance because Louis Saldana played with his food. I never seen somebody play with their food so much. <laughs> and then get a draw out of it. That's oh, how you know. That's how you man. know. That's how bad he was playing with his food. <laughs> Round one. He thought that was a knockout. It was a legal knee. Like, what? They said his instincts it, uh, kicked in, like, not professionally, but survival. His instincts kicked in, and that's why the knee happened. And then the commentators didn't even recognize that it was illegal. They just thought the, the fight was over. But Joe Rogan pointed out that that was an illegal knee. I thought that was interesting. But it just kind of like went downhill from here. You know, Sean Wilson got some really skinny legs and just they were getting attacked. They were. Everything was getting attacked. He got yes. dropped twice. Like, yes. like Louis Saldana got some power. And if it wasn't for that illegal knee, then it would have been Louis Saldana's fight. Yeah, uh, Sean Woodson. That was another one that should have been stopped, like, but it wasn't stopped. So uh, that's why it ended up being a draw. So it's just like shout out to Sean Woodson and Louis Saldana and Sean Woodson almost hit a buggy choke on his ass. That's what I thought was wild. 
Yeah, but he didn't have it tight enough for him to finish yeah. it. The, the one thing that makes it tighter is getting more on your side. Like, that's why it works great when you're, you're when somebody has you flat and you got that quick moment to kind of get your get your get to your side, like right on your other shoulder. And then that's when you put it in instead of trying to get it in from like closer to your back because he just relied on him being skinny and linky and, be able, and being able to always grab his leg instead of getting to his side because that's what gets him more of that choke instead of on the front of your body trying to get it tight but he was yeah he, yeah it was it was a, it was I, I wanted him to get it so bad I it wanted looked, him to get it too it looked tight but yeah. he was able to survive but I'm thinking he pulled that on bigger dudes but you know mm -hmm. due to different body types or if he had the gi on it have made a yeah. difference but you know you gotta test it out you know and butt naked rolls yep the gi, the gi definitely would have would have changed that up for him he would have hit that shit but next speaking the gi would have changed it up for him Leonardo Santos versus Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon came through with the W and it's just like, Leonardo Santos, it's just like, why do you not choose jujitsu? Why do you not choose what got you here? Got a few knockouts, start falling in love with the knockouts. There's guys that do this, like with the boxer. Mm -hmm. And you know, Jared Gordon has hands mm -hmm. and he challenged him with that. Not only does Jared Gordon has hands, he has the, uh, the pace to go with it. Nah, but we're not going to dismiss that Jared Gordon evaded some positions by grabbing the fence. And it wasn't until later that they started taking the position back. He full on grabbed within the cage to get up at the Santos, took him down. I think it was twice successfully yeah. to the ground, all that hard work. And he got up just grabbing the fence. Like, come on. Like, no, we're not going to dismiss that. He was just too tired. Like he just lost the position, putting in all that work. And he was just too tired to recover from that. So he was just like coasting. Yeah, it was so much fence grabbing going on. So Woo. much fence grabbing. And it's just like, watch, it's only going to like just increase the camera angles and they just gonna have more camera angles. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Like I'm paying to watch this. Like, yeah, let's get all the angles of this because it's like, it's a lot of things that Kamara will be doing that I didn't notice. Like, because he don't be in the specific danger areas to do it. Like it's guys that wrap their hands around the back of ankles and like accidentally get a finger into one of the, the links of the cage where they're holding on tight to the point where that person can't get away. Those are the little things, but they hold on to it for like a quick period of time just to establish like some control. I noticed that's what was happening a lot when Kamaru was grabbing Leon by his waist and shit like that. I noticed that was the, the few times, but Jared Gordon, he started the trend and got it pretty much out there for the night. Like, like yeah. whoa, he keeps grabbing, especially he grabbed, he grabbed it at a pivotal time in the fight, you know, but shout out to him getting the W. Yeah. I think people do it so much because they get away with it. Yeah, but they started changing that later on in the night. They start taking the position away. But DC was saying they just need to go ahead and take a point or just a position because it's happening so often because there's yeah. no real consequences for it. I mean, I can only imagine how much y'all be fence grabbing during training if, if it's like if it could be implemented even a little bit while you're fighting. And I think it's because it's been condoned so much. Like, I, I know there's coaches out there that are just like, hey, if you go and grab the fence, make it worth it or make it make it count. You see a lot of fence grabbing at the championship level. John Jones used to grab the fence all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Next, Marcin Tabira versus Alexander Romanov. Tabira put a one on that thing. This is a big W for, uh, for Tabira. Yeah, because Alexander left it all in the first round. It works slamming dudes to the ground and taking mm -hmm. advantage. 
But Marston, he's been to Utah before, so he knew what to expect with the elevation. And mm-hmm. he got there two weeks early to acclimate to the elevation. And it just seemed like Romanov start to fade after the first mm-hmm. round. He was just like in survival mode. So it's just you got to be mindful of who you try to go in and full blast if you can't carry that three rounds. Exactly. Like it was a display. He wasn't used to being on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And those guys that are not used to be on, on bottom, the first thing they go and do once they get on the bottom is wrap you up and just hold on tight because Ooh. they are not used to being here. Like they're used to being the hammer, not the nail. Mm, that was happening so, a couple times tonight. Yep, that happened. That happened a few times and motherfuckers mm. went in panic and survival mode. Mm-hmm. And you saw, yeah, you saw who really had the grit for it. Tabir thugged it out, took two big slams. Mm. Ooh. Like, normally, Romanov do it once, and then that's when he, <laughs> he'll find a way to finish it. But after yeah. that, he took those two big slams. He took everything that pretty much he had, and, you know, Tabir made the best of it. Got yep. the W. Yep. Yep. I thought uh, round one most definitely was a 10-8 round. He didn't get Absolutely. off one punch, and he was on the ground the entire time, and he couldn't do anything. So... I was pretty shocked about this. I really thought it was going to be a draw because of the way the rest of the fight played out. And so two judges didn't see it that way. I don't know how, but that was clear as day as a 10-8 round. Well, I think they're doing a better job at not giving kudos to just holding somebody on the ground. He was doing work. It wasn't as many shots. I I guess it could have been... he was doing more wrestling because like, that's the thing. If you're trying to, if you're trying to control somebody on the ground, then you're not throwing that many punches. Yeah. Oh. Tiber was trying to get up the whole time. So it was not many punches being thrown. It was just tr- control happening. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, I, so I, and I, I did notice that they're trying to get away from giving out 10 eights. If somebody's just being just tailed. Laying, laying so, on them, yeah. I get you. Maybe those two big slams and all that action, but no real punching action yeah, not, just kind of yeah. through yeah i give it yeah that makes sense that showed aggression that showed dominance yeah but you know, they're good he's he's defending everything yeah. and he's not throwing punches but next speaking of throwing punches tyson pedro versus harry hunsucker harry hunsucker at the light heavyweight versus tyson pedro a fucking dog so i don't know what they were trying to set up with this <laughs> i don't know what they doing with this but tyson pedro got it done Round one. That kick to the stomach. You said the toe clipped it? When it comes to kicks, sometimes, like, sometimes, like, all the, the impact can go straight to your toe and then into that that person's body. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, almost, like, all this. It's like having a sledgehammer with, like, a hard-ass knob on the front. Mm. That knob is going to hit whatever with so much pressure and power. Mm. And that's pretty much what happened and, and it's just like it got into into them guts mm-hmm. <laughs> and put them down because it looked like he, he the way he threw it it looked like his foot was kind of awkward with it like or it, and his toe was kind of pointed with it mm-hmm. so that's why I, I was like oh all right damn <laughs> normally he that's how down. I <laughs> he went down but shout out to Tyson Pedro like once again I want to see what he could do now I want to see him with somebody in the the top 15 who do you think you know that'll I mean? be? Who do, who would be a good match for him? Like, I would love to see him up against like a, a Dominic Reyes, so something like that. But like I don't know if that's the the level that he's at. Even though that's a, that'd be a crazy fight, Tyson Pedro versus Dominic Reyes. If that's the levels that they want, even whenever Tyson Pedro gets to that level, if he is at that level now, I think that'd be a firefight. 
Just just their styles in general. Yeah. Next, Wu Yanan versus Lucy Putalova. She came through with the W. Yes, yeah. she did. She came utilized those elbows. I thought Yanan was going to come through with the W with this one. Me too. I wanted her too. I, I bet she, on her. I thought she had, you know, the hands factor, but it was just the ground factor. I think she did a great job uh, getting out of submission, defending herself from submissions. Yeah, she had blue but, belt. Like, but once again, it was the elbows that got it done. They like, wasn't they even hard get... elbows, though. That's what made me sick about it. So just, you know, just throw the illusion of elbows, make contact. They don't even got to hurt for real, but they're going to stop it more than they would for punches. So, yeah. Once you can get them ball up a little bit, just yep. put elbows on their arms. <laughs> Just all on the face. <laughs> Wu's face wasn't even messed up. She looked like yeah. nothing happened. So I think she caught her one good time, and then that's when she showed up. Like that's what happens a lot of times. Like when you hit, when somebody get hit the right time and the right place in their face, like and it buzz them, they're gonna ball up. That's just how that goes. <laughs> and she caught her right there. Shout out to Lucy Putalova on the W round two. That was big. I think she has the same coach as Connor. So we'll see where she goes with this. One. Next, speaking of, we'll see where they go with this one. Marab Divashili versus Jose Aldo. And this one was a W for Marab. This one wasn't like a very exciting fight. This was like a point fight because Marab went in there with a game plan and did not deviate from it one bit, which was take all, <laughs> uh, Jose down. And, and Jose wasn't, wasn't going down not one motherfucking time. No, did he get one takedown? No, no he no, didn't get one. any. And so he said he didn't expect his defense to be that good. So he was just going to keep trying, but he defended all of them. Every single one throughout the whole fight. Every single one of them. And he was so focused on the defensive <clears throat> that he couldn't get no hits off. So it's just like, how can you win if you constantly worry about the takedown? You know, you got to be worried about the takedown more than you punching somebody. But when he did connect, you saw that it it did make a difference. Like that leg kick spun him completely around. So if he if he was able to get more strikes off, I think he could have been a lot more successful in this fight. But he really didn't want to get it to the ground. So that's that was his main concern. I was just I was concerned. Like Jose Aldo is actually good on the ground. Like so I that's why I don't I'm confused. I think it was more of a, a ego pride thing of I don't want to be taken down. So I'm going to make sure I don't get taken down. I think instead of like, all right, okay, I'm going to take some risks. If I get taken down, I get taken down. I know how to work level, on the ground. The skill level difference. <laughs> Ralphie, for real? Let me let him out of here because he just, he really been. Ralphie just out. really just hopped up all on the no. scene. Gone. Now he's standing outside my door. <laughs> like, no, I'm not coming with you. You about to bust that door in. Yep. But uh -huh. shout out to Marab on the W. Jose Aldo, this one, this one was supposed to be the run, but I, I feel like he just laid up off the gas on it. Marab was really putting that pressure on him. Yeah, because he was able to keep that pace for three rounds. And Jose Aldo, he was like slowing down after round mm -hmm. one. So it's just about everybody know he has the cardio to keep it up for all three rounds. So it's just about do I want to keep up with this dude or or not? Mm. And sometimes you just can't. Yep. Speaking of sometimes you just can't. Next, <laughs> Luke Rockhold versus Paulo Costa. And Paulo Costa got the W, Unanis. He did. And Luke Rockhold caught him with some shots, but it's just like he didn't have the energy to follow up and finish nothing. 
this was another one where the altitude got to him. And when this mofo and the conference put, got to you, the press uh, conference the got pre- to you. Yes, I fell for it. I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> I bet on him as an underdog. Like I said, I was failing all night with my underdogs. And so when I saw him put his hand on his hips, I was just blown. No, I was like, this dude. I was Every like, time, just dang dog. Like what? 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 Dana gave uh, Luke Rockhold an extra little 50K to shut him up. <laughs> nah, <laughs> like, for that, this, I told you this was going to be fight of the night because he kept stunning Paulo Costa uh, as well. And yeah. it was just that he didn't have the energy to fill it up. But also when they got on the ground, he got too anxious. And, you know, he chose submission over position and was just going at it too fast. Paulo Costa was able to escape twice and yeah. in some very unfortunate positions because he was too anxious. So, you know, just like, I fell for it, yeah. And, and one, I didn't know Luke Rockhold's uh, jujitsu was that good. That was, that was good to see. But at the same time, it's just like, shit. Luke Rocco, if he wanted to fight somewhere else, shit, they'd probably be looking for him. They're, they're, I'm sure. But he said he's old. And he got yeah. so many other avenues that he could take it. Like, yeah, Paulo Costa already, already called him old. Old yeah. trying to look young. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. That, yeah, that definitely made the, they made the press conference. <laughs> yeah, he made wait. So that's what made it extra spicy. Exactly. He made wait and start talking shit. And I yep. love that. It. It's like, yeah, I showed up, motherfucker, because we going to make sure this happened and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And that's what he did. They got it done. Paul Acosta got it done. So now, like, what? What what he looking at? Like a Brunson fight? What? Or a uh, uh, um, Cannoneer fight? Maybe Cannoneer. He got that cardio, though. So Exactly. Next. And mm-hmm. shout out to the champ. Shout out to the champ. Number and one take new, <laughs> And new Leon Edwards from Jamaica, you know, that UK stuff, that's cool and all, but that's, you know, Jamaica. Okay. He did it for the, he did it for the, for the yard. Okay. He did it for jam rock. Okay. No more. No more. That's it. You cut off. Cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but like, like, you know, they running that shit back. They about to run it back. And you I got a lot to say about this back. one. I got a lot to say. Kamara Usman, your game plan is the same for everybody. You you punch a little bit, you take them down, and you keep them up against the cage, and you try to ground and pal, but you got to add more weapons to your arsenal. As we can see, Leon Edwards has been taking time to add weapons to his arsenal. Not only did he develop a ground game, his striking was on point, and he got the high kicks for your ass. You need something else. If you're not going to work on submissions, which I think will be a great idea for you because you already a wrestler, they already on the ground, you had a couple chokes there that you didn't capitalize on because you probably didn't know what you were doing, but you got to add some weapons to that arsenal. And it was just Leon Edwards tired time. He was hungry. He was determined. He did get defeated, but he also did take Kamar Usman down in that first round and keep him down. He was looking brand new, just like he never been here. Practice that ground game on the bottom. That's, that's where you should start, honestly. But anywho. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anywho, that's what I'm saying. Start right. off, start off by being the the nail. The start off by being the nail. Yep, and then and then in the final round, it was just like he kind of coasted, even though the commentators was just saying Kamaru Usman can coast, but he's not that type of fighter. And in the same sense, Dean Thomas said Leon Edwards will, you know, feel his morale at the end going through a decision, but he's not that type of fighter. And then you just see the switch pop. The kick came. Kamaru Usman was not no longer he was he was not being the aggressor and just kind of got in 
a complacent place. He thought it was over. So did a lot of people. And I'm like, it's not over. It's he something about to happen. For a second. Yes. He, he slept for a second. He dropped his guard as, for a second and it was capitalized out. on. Like, oh, this is just another another one of those jabs. Oh, excuse me. Straight out the way. Bam. Mm. Head kick. That shit is wild. And it, it, I don't know what you want me to say. Come on. You can't say too much, but I, I will say But I thing. will say Leon Edwards was losing that fight all up until then. Yep. That is, that is, he took the round not... one. He took round one. Kamaru Usman took the other one, but it was like the same game plan. Nothing was changing. And so he changed it at the end where he wasn't attacking, and then he got caught. Yep. What, what everybody was saying, like, if you put pressure on Kamaru Usman, then that's when, you know, and that's how he won the round one. Yeah. Like, that shit was crazy. That takedown was crazy. And, uh, it was and, smooth. And we're not attributing that takedown to wrestling. That's we attributing that takedown. That's jujitsu. That, that was a jujitsu takedown. Mm-hmm. So it's just like uh Leon Edwards is, is gotten so well at mixing the wrestling with the jujitsu better than Kamaru Usman, which is why he was on his back like a backpack. Yeah. And then, you know and then Kamar Usman doesn't use yeah. the jiu-jitsu. He and just he does re- wrestling. And that's what I was saying. He had chokes available. That's mm-hmm. why I was saying if one thing he wants to add to his arsenal, it will be submissions because you already there on the ground. You already have the position. You had a couple darts there, head and arms. Like you had a couple of options there that you could have, it would have stopped the fight. Like you said, you was going to stop him. But another thing I think is like people speaking about their time before their time and getting caught up in that. Don't get caught up in the you know let your let your actions speak for yourself for itself and i just think he was he was getting caught up a little bit people want to talk about the goat and the greatest of all time get there first before you talk about it let other people continue to talk about it but before you start talking about it <laughs> get there first he was like talking about it so people could start talking about it like <laughs> like, <laughs> like no like we like people gonna start talking about it just keep being great like yeah but at the same time this is just you know you know, small things to a giant, you know, small next thing. thing. If he's willing next to thing. put in the work and add some stuff to his arsenal, I think he'll be right back on top because, you know, Leon Edwards, he has options. He has the blueprint. And now, but I think the welterweight is like bust wide open now. Now I think like it's going to be people thinking that it's up for grabs for real now because it's not Kamaru. Because yeah, they don't have to was, worry. He was fighting the same guys. Because they don't have to worry about the wrestling. Like, is is guys like they feel like they could rock Leon Edwards like Nate Diaz did and get a belt, you know? So, it, Kamaru Usman always was known for having that chin. Gilbert Burns caught Kamaru Usman in the first, and you know he he stood up through that shit. So like Leon Edwards realized like it's got to be a leg, <laughs> it's got to be a leg <laughs> to do it, and that shit was elite, like straight across the chin line. Technical and, as hell. And they they was talking about how sharp his his uh his has accuracy is and how sharp his boxing and, and his striking is and you got a display right there. Yeah, that's why Kamaru didn't want to stand up with him. It was taken to the ground every time. Yeah. But he got a little complacent and comfortable at the end. Thought he was about to coast through and just you and this man world now. That's what you didn't want. And I'm gonna say this: this is the smart thing that Izzy's doing that Kamaru didn't do. When he fought Leon Edwards, when Leon Edwards wanted to fight him again, he should have fought him again immediately. When Izzy, Izzy is about to fight Pereira, he's just getting in the UFC, first getting a few fights. He's not about to let him go seven years 
and get good and then come see Izzy. No, Izzy is trying to face this head on right now and get this shit out the way right now. You know what I'm saying? Because like, believe it or not, it's probably going to be a, a rematch regardless of however that fight turn out because prayer is going to get back up there. So, you know, Kamar Usman, he should have he just went ahead and got that rematch <laughs> ahead of time instead of like trying to stall somebody out that's hungry. Oh, and he was hungry. He said it was his time. And people who got that grind, got that grit, and mm-hmm. just been dogging through it, and they see it, they can taste it. It's right there in arm's reach. They not, they go leave it all out there. And I said, Leon Edwards, he was willing to leave it all out there. Yep. And the coaching on the commentary, that shit was crazy. They was cussing him out. It was the, 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 his coaching, his coaching was like, you got, you know, you got to fucking finish this shit. You better fucking pick your head up. And the, and the commentary was counting him out. Like he, like he, like no, he's done. He, he's fin. He, he's finished. He's just Dean gonna let this him out. between his fingers. Dean didn't. But uh, and I wanted to say Luke Rocco was getting coached by DC the whole fight. Like Ooh. I didn't. I don't even remember hearing Luke Rocco's coaches until like very faintly. I remember hearing his coaches. But I heard DC coaching for Luke Rocco the whole motherfucking time. And I thought that he was going to pull it out just by him coaching. But, you Kamar know. Kamal Usman, too, they was doing the same thing. And he was grabbing the gate and the fence. But Leon Edwards was, like, grabbing in his glove. So they had yeah. they had their own things going on. It's like, it's like if I, if he keep grabbing the fence and ain't, he ain't going to do nothing, all right, I'm going to grab the fence, too, then. Fuck it. <laughs> and they, he then he got, the got his position took. Yeah, he got <laughs> He had to go back to the grind. That was so messed up. Kamara was grabbing it all night. He really had to get it out of the mud for this W. He did. He said he it wasn't going to be able to, he wasn't going to just be able to just take it off of him. Like he was going to have to take it. And he did. That's what he got. I just hope he doubled back with Kamaru immediately. Instead of trying to go out Kobe and Masvidal. Like, Masvidal don't deserve no shot. No. No, he don't. No. No, Masvidal do not deserve no shot. No. I'm going to make sure I put this on Instagram. Not even Kobe. No, No. they do not deserve no shot. No. They didn't do shit last year. Just because it's a new champion? No. Yeah. That's not how that works. You just received title shots already. (laughs) Go face Kamaru again so you can get get you a title shot. (laughs) You have to see Kamaru about your title shot, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Kamara about to see Leon about his title shot. Yeah, but I, but what I'm saying is, if Leon Edwards <laughs> beat Kamaru, or if again, they're gonna have to all see Kamaru about their title shot. They are. Yeah, they still gotta get so, through. Yep. So I want them to keep that same Cosmo energy. You know what I'm saying? Before they start to say a title shot now, keep that same Cosmo Kamaru energy. Now that he don't got the belt, keep that same energy. Don't let's not assume that Cosmo need a title shot. No, he needed to fight Kamaru. <laughs> let's not get that confused. All mm. those people, let's remember all those people that's coming up that we wanted to see go get a title shot. Now they can go fight Kamaru to get a title shot. Mm. Well, so, Kamaru wants his belt back, so he wants we'll to see how that works. First. We'll you don't think they about to immediately run it back? I don't think they should immediately run it back because Kamaru got some. See, he need to put a gi on real quick. <laughs> Kamaru need to go put a gi on real quick for real because yeah, it's just like he's, used, he's so used to being the hammer once he got on the bottom what'd he do <laughs> he held on 
because that's what happens to dudes that's not used to being like like it's time I, I rust I go with people like the one time that I, I put the, the D1 wrestler, like I got his reversed him. He held on to me for dear life, twisting, turning hips, twisting, turning hips until he just waited and tried to wait and tried to wait me out. They're not gonna try to move any activity. If I get on bottom, no, I'm it's activity. It's yeah. activity. Activity. That happened to me. I got held in my guard once they I put him on the bottom too. It's just like, come on. I was like, we really about to sit here like no, this. Like, what, like what we else, really what we about to here? sit here. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? You really not gonna open this guard up? Like, boy. But uh, uh um welterweight, please refer to Kamaru Usman for your for your title <laughs> shot. Please, please refer to him if you if you are like to uh talk about your title shot because mm-hmm. Leon Edwards is the person you actually gonna see about. Uh, actual title shot but Kamaru Usman you got to go through him now yeah. so <laughs> thanks management <laughs> Leon Edwards it was his time but you know who I am concerned about uh that Izzy Pereira fight that's gonna be a good fight either way because they both stand up kickboxers unless Izzy add a ground game and surprise this motherfucker like I don't know he gonna have to add another you know weapon to his arsenal to get to come out on top and that's just my opinion right now and or, uh or it's lights out <laughs> or Char- charles Oliveira and uh what's his name islam i think Oliveira has that aggressive jujitsu that can compete with wrestling I, like, it's gonna be a good fight but i think charles Oliveira is still gonna pull it off that's i, I don't know that's, but that's what I'm, we'll see i'm gonna we'll bet see. on him bet on it <laughs> when the underdog we'll see Oh, you gonna be the underdog thing? You yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah. But hey, that was the no cap recap. That was another one. That was an awesome big fight. UFC two seven eight. Gosh, it went crazy. Make sure y'all go check us out on all streaming platforms and on YouTube. We there. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. It's Marnie T and this B. We out. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please, don't need, no one, that's two, please, don't leave, that's three, four, if you do.